guys, welcome to my channel. This is the Nisa Pataki's podcast. So this is episode 3. So the episode for today will be Q&A about the depression So I've collated quite a few questions from the people that's been dropping me All the um, questions through my Instagram, through my Twitter and whatever social media platforms So the first question is Coping with lack of money and love by Zara Novi Friday So okay, uh I have no idea, um, I mean like, <laughs> I don't know how does this even relate to the depression, okay lah, maybe probably like, some people so always depressed about lack of love and lack of money. Honestly, um, for me, how I cope with it is, I've learned to, um, okay, I have this problem whereby uh, I am afraid of being alone. Because my whole life, I'm always like living up to my parents' expectations. I'm always begging for attention. You know, that kind of like love that I'm like, I'm always like, like looking for. But then, um, how say? So I realized that throughout these things that I've been through, to be honest, I realized that uh, I need to love myself more. Which I did lah. I am slowly learning to love myself more. And for money wise, okay, I was told once by my grandfather, my late grandfather, before he passed away, I grew up with him. Uh, I was very, very close to him. He's like more like a father to me rather than my own dad. Yeah, sad but true. So he always says this to me well, uh, while I was growing up that look, whatever the reason is, uh, money, you can anytime find money. Which is true, which I absolutely agree when I, I, I grew up That no matter how broke I am, somehow or other uh, There are ways to find money back But for time-wise, time is so precious guys Time is very limited for us Meaning that you can't buy back time I mean like you can just, any anytime you can just like waste time on this person You put in so much effort on someone But in the end, it's like you can't buy back the time from that person, right? When for money wise, like for example, like you buy things for the person, you, you I don't know, you spend so much money, but somehow or other you will get back the money back, regardless lah. So try try to look at the price of life. Um, these two things are honestly it's it's um manageable. I know it can be very depressing. It's just that you have to learn to love yourself first. For example, meaning that maybe for example um. You love shopping So you distract yourself by buying stuff that you want I mean it makes you feel happy I mean at least you love yourself You're pampering yourself I mean when love Love for me it's like It's hard because it's like I'm still like Learning to love myself So Yeah Okay so the next question is from Ash Taf uh, FTW 
So he asked how I how am I these days? Do you feel better or getting better? Uh, dude, you make it sound like I'm like really a sick person. Okay, I am, but it's like I'm not on medication. It's not like you know, it's just something that I actually have to cope with uh, all the time. I'm feeling better, honestly. If I'm not feeling better, I mean like come on, I wouldn't like be recording this podcast for everyone to to hear and talk about it because me as a person who suffers from depression since I was young, I have problems where speaking. To people and sharing about my problems because I thought that um, it's not normal. You know, people would think that I'm really crazy. They wouldn't like you know take me seriously. They would think that I'm just an attention seeker and you know blah 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 and all that very typical humans nowadays. So hence why I I'm doing this podcast to raise awareness to people who actually suffer depression like me. So that's the reason why I created this podcast. So I'm so glad and thank you guys for all the support. Peace. I hope you guys will keep supporting me in the future episodes because uh I will tell you uh my life is to be honest is like a whole entire series of dramas. Like I've I have no idea why that I'm always meeting all these toxic people. Like even though I'm like always trying my best to stay up above everybody, but. Somehow I do. I yeah. I have no idea why. So yeah. So no, I'm not trying to play victim here. But it does. Uh, those who actually are very close to me, they know that my life is always attracting all these toxic people. So it's probably maybe because most of them will say that I'm always too nice to people. Yeah, it's kind of stuck. Like when you like because the thing about me is like I said uh, in previously the previous question I said I'm a very like. I'm this person whereby uh, I'm always trying to please my parents and that's how I get I thought that if I'm nice to people people will be very nice to me apparently I was wrong and I had to learn the hard way but yeah thank you for asking that yes I'm okay these days it's just I keep myself busy to get myself distracted with all the positive things so yeah thanks for asking okay so the third question is is it true you've been out from your family sorry for asking hi Lokis this is from Lokis Yes, I've been out from my family as I mentioned earlier, uh, for my first episode, uh, an introduction, meaning by okay, um, I was um advised by the police and by the IMH uh people that I am supposed to move out from the house. I mean, this is for my own good, meaning that I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we are Asians, guy. I mean, I'm not trying to be like you know, come on, let's say facts. We are Asians, so we are always. Correct way is to actually stay with your family, grow up with them until the day that they decided to give you away, meaning that uh you get married. The, that is the proper Asian way whereby you know. But and and it's like a world war. Like I I don't know. In they made it like sound like it's such a freaking big hoo Whenever you wanna move out, you know, at a certain age, and then you can be independent on your own. Yeah. So when I I, I did that. It became a big hoo-ha in my whole entire family tree. Like they were like, why, why we should just put off him? Yeah, right. Really, my condition it was so bad and nobody wants to like even try to understand me. So I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think I swear to God, it's just an Asian thing. So technically, it's like uh Asian thing. So uh, I had no choice. I forced myself to go out, to move out, to be more independent. It wasn't easy. But I did it. I managed to pull it off, and yeah, pets to my own bag. <laughs> and on top of that, I actually took my cats with me because 
they were not taking care of them and when I got them it was in a very bad condition so you know okay I'm a I'm an animal lover I, I love animals so I can't bear to see them that they are like suffering in another person's hands and the fact that I took care of the cats since they were young yeah so hence yes so Lokis I hope that answers your question yes I am not staying with my family and that's how I'm healing myself now honestly I hope one day that um it will be I hope that one day I will reconcile with them it's, uh, I'm still too terrified to face them because uh, every time someone mentioned or if I were to see my parents or like you know see them outside I will try to run away because I'm that terrified guys yes it's 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 uh, I, st- I am still not ready to go lah okay so the next question is uh, someone from 23FRZ underscore RMS and she asked me um What's my current job? <laughs> okay, uh, I will not go in details about my jobs because I think that's pretty personal. Uh, what I can say is I'm in the education line, but I'm not gonna say which school and whatsoever. So yeah. All right. So the last question is from Shazwani Hisham. She asked me, um, how do you handle with depression when it haunts you back? After a few years Okay uh, I think I mentioned In the episode 1 or 2 That Yeah The problem with the depression Okay My depression is a very Scary depression Meaning that I have a few moods Okay Let me explain Meaning that Okay I'm actually suicidal Meaning that uh, My thoughts um, uh, It can be quite scary uh, That that means that When that When that happens It means that I'm not myself so what do I actually do to, when it haunts me back? I will go into my isolation mode, meaning that I just want to have my own time to myself, meaning like self, self-love. Lah. I, I, I will try my best to love myself once again and try to retrace what I do, meaning that my, the things that I love to do, for example, that I come home to my cats, they make me feel better. I will spend more time like uh, playing the guitar and then I will draw. Sometimes I will just play game just to get my mind off things to get myself back. So my isolation mode sometimes can last up to a year. Meaning that I don't even want to see anyone around me except for going to work and come back from work. Yeah, sometimes I do activities like I'll go for like those marathons and maybe some rock climbing, like baseball, soccer. I mean, I will still interact with people, but I keep it to a minimum. This is what I do when it haunts me back. So that's like one mode. So I have modes whereby um, I will get angry all the time and I will not know what's wrong with me. Meaning that I will like always angry for no reason. And normally the people that will that will get it from me is those people whereby you know I give you an example like people like uh, randomly like rarely meet up with me rarely ask about me and then suddenly just appear out of nowhere and then like ask me just because they want to be like you know busy body just want to poke you know in my life and I get very agitated and I will say like the meanest things just to get them away from me yep that's my another mode so I have some modes whereby like I start hearing voices once I start hearing voices, it's bad. It's really bad, meaning that because the voices are actually telling me to join them. Get it? Join them to the other side of life, meaning the afterlife. It scares 
me but I got used to it throughout the years because uh, the voice tends to tune out once I find myself back again meaning I I'm back to my old self meaning once I'm I'm okay and then I will start meeting up my old friends and all but I'm just very thankful that I have friends I still have friends who actually do time to time to check out on me and ask me what's wrong and I will sometimes like just you know if I feel like talking about it I will just say if not they will just like kind of like force me out of the house to meet them because they just want me to have a good time but they they, they, they will respect me in a way but they don't ask or pry on me on my problems they just let me be and yeah and just uh, wait for the time for me to actually tell them and share with them once I feel better so this is how I actually uh, cope with my depression when it comes back to haunt me for a few years like after a few years it's not easy it's not easy but it's manageable you just have to be have a strong mindset meaning that you have to approach the right people like not everyone will understand you so you need to be careful who you share your life with like your personal life like people that you trust that you know that they, they are reliable meaning that they try their best to listen to you and try to understand you and try to make you feel better instead of getting around meaning like keep asking and like telling you things that it's very negative so the people that you approach where you want to like you know, when things when depression hits you after a few years and comes back to haunt you it's very important like that's how I did it like. it wasn't easy so I to be honest I try my best to keep my circle very small so not not everyone that I would like lend them my time meaning like I would give up my time for them because I realised that time like I said earlier the time is super precious to me nowadays so I keep it to a minimum okay so uh, that's it for all the Q&A so uh, I'm going to continue on my like pre-episode 4 uh, about cheating how I actually uh, what happened to me previously in my previous uh, years in life what, what I went through so I'm going to share with everyone about my story my engagement story so I'm sure you guys are like waiting for it I mean like the, the tweet blow up so everyone's asking for it so thank you guys so please stay tuned and listen to the music that I'm going to... I will come back later after the music. Okay, enjoy guys! Bye!
Hi guys, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that uh, little mix that I did. I'm still trying to learn and playing around with the recording. So, uh, a follow-up, those who has been waiting for me to tell the full story. So, I'm not gonna tell the full story, but I'm just make it like half story and I'm gonna like, you know, uh, record the other half and another cheating story that I went through. In my life, so okay. Uh, this is from my one of my blow up tweet. So in case you guys still have not followed my Twitter, so it's actually Nisa Kit Cat Kit meaning it's a Kit K I D with a cat. Meow. So yeah, so there was uh you know there's this trend going on like Scopa Tumana. So it's the topic was breakup. So all I did was I tweeted saying that got engaged only for a week. Uh, to a guy who I was in love with for 9 years only to find out that he has a 4 year old son and his family covers it all up yes guys so uh, I had a childhood uh, sweetheart meaning that it's not really a childhood it's like a teen, teen sweetheart lah, technically so that was in love with for like 9 years so one day we he, he actually proposed that he wanted to get engaged and I told him I was against engagement because you know uh, of the things because to me I believe that if you really wanna marry me why don't you just like straight to the point don't with this engagement and stuff lah because I don't know it's just this is just my own principle lah. I know some people think will think otherwise but it's actually totally up to any individual it's up to you but for me I, I was like kind of like against it the engagement because I told him like why don't we just straight we just get married I mean you've been like knowing each other for 9 years you know like it's a bit you still want to get engaged and it's a waste of money and time so okay me being me because you know the things that we do for love is usually very priceless and the thing that we sacrifice for the people we love you know so i i agree so before the engagement there was a lot of uh hookups i mean sorry uh hiccups i mean there was really like uh really really a lot of hiccups meaning that he suddenly just uh, MIA on me. He goes on me for two weeks and then I tried to contact him and I called him. So me being me, like, no, I, I became this person. I I was um, annoyed. Of course I'm annoyed because I'm left hanging like that and I need, you know, I need preparations. I need to know what he needs, all this, you know, you know, all this, a lot of uh, organizing and stuff. So, um, yeah, so in the end, I actually went down to his house managed to catch up with him and ask him what's wrong but I caught him he was sleeping at home so okay so I asked him what's wrong so he was like oh nothing's wrong he's just been like he keep telling me so this is the thing about me because I, I we the, both, the thing about us is we, have, we, we trust each other you know the trust is that so I'm not the kind of person whereby when I'm in a relationship I expect you to report to me 24-7 no I'm not like that because you know look if the trust is there, there's no point. I mean, what I mean, you you I mean, you guys would understand me, but this is this is how I function. So okay, I try to understand him. You know, I put myself in his shoes because he's he works shift hours and it's hard to to meet. We it's very hard to meet. So I told him, okay, later just update me about the preparations and all this nonsense lah. You know. So one day before. The engagement day, I actually went down to his house, to his place. And I was with my little brother, my younger brother. So my younger brother was like there to support me because he, I think he was against it because there was too many hiccups. It was very flaky, super, super flaky. So it's like he, he couldn't stand it. He told me I shouldn't go through it. Then I told him, yeah, I, I was very, 
I had like so many signs say telling me that nope, I shouldn't go through with this engagement. So I, I was like, uh, how say, very very uh not confident about this. I told my parents about it. My parents, you know, being them, because they're trying to save face. So they, they, they were like just go through with it lah, you know, and then after that little bit we just see how the situation was like, oh my god. I told them I'm not so desperate, you know, I mean it's not there's no rush in marriage, you know. I rather like not gamble, you know. This is me lah. I'm, I'm not like that. So I I I went down. I asked him one last time again. Are you sure you wanna do this? Are you really, really absolutely sure? He said, Yeah. Really, I wanted to do this, and I was like, okay, fine. So, the next day, went through with it. That, honestly, guys, the night before, I was, uh, how say, I felt scared. I felt like I was being forced to do this, and I didn't want to go through with it. You know, I didn't sleep the whole night. I was crying, and blah, 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 such drama queen. So, I was like, okay, you know what? I just suck it up, and then just deal with it. So, in according to custom traditions, according to the Muslim or like I don't know what you call it, like Malay Muslim. I'm not Malay guys by the way, so I am actually Pakistani. So I told my parents I don't want to do some Malay nonsense. I just wanna like just you know do a small one. But you know my family being my family, repetition was everything. So because we are a Pakistani family and you know we have to like do it, make it big, even though it's a small event and then blah blah blah. So yeah, so I was quite pissed off. So that's why I said there was so many hiccups before before because they didn't didn't wanna like. You know, listen to me. So, anyways, so what happened was, uh, he, yeah, the agreed timing for them to come over, you know, uh, official thing, meaning that they, they come over to put in the ring. That means the mom on behalf of him to put in the ring to make it an official. That oh okay, this is uh, they are engaged, you know. So the agreement was uh after Zoho after Zoho means it's a prayer time maybe about around after lunch time I, I don't know like maybe around one each two each they so they were supposed to come around that time so that was the agreed time, but no, so uh what happened was um I was still getting ready and halfway getting ready my dad came to my room not my room and said that they were here so tell you guys. Uh, I'm okay. I'm fine if they they came late. So at least it wouldn't. There wouldn't. There would. There will not be a, like you know hiccups and all that. So what happened was they came like earlier, guys. Earlier, earlier. Meaning that I was halfway, halfway getting ready, and those items were not ready. So everyone started to panic. You see, everyone started to panic, and everyone said, "What? <laughs> oh my god, I was even ready." And then the reasons that they gave to my family was that they said one of their relatives from overseas had to had a flight to catch i'm like what how self-centered are they can you just imagine that is like one of the biggest biggest sign i'm receiving from god telling me like look oh my god you still want to go through this like oh man yep so it was kind of like disaster um i actually felt so angry and helpless because i couldn't do anything about it because he's really they already there and I actually asked a few of my cousins, the one that got married, the one got engaged before, I asked them, is this how you're supposed to be feeling? Like, you know, you're supposed to feel upset, disappointed, angry, and helpless. And then they told me, nope, uh, that's not how they felt. You know how freaking sad that is for me? So as me being me, I suck it up. And I just went through the engagement, blah, blah. So after, and then I just tried to... You know, look at the price of things on that day. So what happened was, um, it's not a really customary that you know the after the normally the guy 
will come after the event normally. After the event's done, he's supposed to come down, you know, like happy, just the introduction to the family members, blah blah blah, and so on. So that day, all his best friends came. His best friends are like my best friend because we know each other for like you know since young. So his best friend came. Before they came, they texted me. They asked me, uh, where is him? Wait, wait. I, I told him, I, I don't know. Because I said, I've been like here. I said, uh, but you're his fiancé. Yeah, the irony of these guys. So his own best friends all came down except for him. Can you just imagine how I felt? So after that, he ghosted on me, guys. He ghosted on me. He ghosted on me. For like, I think, a week. I got annoyed. And I did the same thing again. I I went to hunt him down. Meaning I went, I had to go down to his house and try to look for him. I even texted his father, his mom, and all that. So they keep they they, they, they didn't really help because you know they, I don't know maybe it's because it's their son. And then I'm like, what? I mean, how can you do this to someone, right? It's just not right. Am I not right to say this? And then when I came again. I asked him, what's wrong with you? What it? What is up? I'm your fiancé. What are you doing? Is Why are you ghosting on me? Why aren't you like facing me? What and telling me what's the problem? So he said there wasn't any problem. It's just him. He's just very tired. And I was like, yeah, but you ghosted on me on the day itself. On the day that we got engaged. For a week, you ghosted. You didn't reply. You didn't why. You didn't even pick up your call. Like, what is wrong with you? So he keep telling me that. Oh, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. He's just very busy. Okay, fine. So I, me being me, I give in. I give in to him again, over and over again. And I'm like, oh my god, why am I doing? And I just okay, ignore. And then he ghosted on me again, guys, again. So during this ghost along the way, um, one of his best friends approached me. He he told me that um maybe I should try to approach this this person. And I was like, what person? He said um, let's pretend that you didn't hear it from me. But he told me this um. No, my he didn't kind of like really like my okay. Honestly, the best friend did backstab him. What he did was he just told me he just gave me a tip of information, meaning that he told me to check my Facebook messages, and then I was like, huh? I didn't receive any messages. There's no notifications, and then he was like, okay, you know what? I tell you what. I'll let's go out and eat. So he brought me out. His best friend brought me out to eat. So he told me, don't be an idiot. Can you check your message? So I checked. There wasn't any not- notification, guys. So he told me, can you just go and refresh? Okay, this is how stupid I am. I actually went to refresh. And then there was a message request from this person. It was a girl. And I'm like, oh my god. And then he was like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh my god. And then, yeah. And then I tried to... I tried, I was scared. I was a bit like scared to see what was it. I mean, I was like trying to embrace myself. Oh no. And then I keep asking my, his best friend, who is this? Who is this? He said, no, I'm not going to say. You just go and find out yourself. And I'm like, oh my god. So, yeah, uh, anyways, guys, I'm going to stop the story here because um, I'm going to record the rest of the story in the next episode. So, anyways, guys, please, thank you for listening to my podcast. I know you guys are like, I, I, it's not that I want to leave you hanging, but I want you guys to go and listen to my other story about the other cheating. So, I'm going to leave this hanging. And thank you for listening to the Nisa Pataki's podcast. And please don't forget to follow my Instagram. It's Nisa Pataki or Nisa KitKat for my cosplays. And also, please, please, please follow this podcast. I really appreciate your support all this while from episode 1 onwards. And yeah, have a good day guys. Bye!